and welcome to the Ficaverse, episode two. I'm Devin. And I'm Carson. And I'm Francisco. Today's story is a carryover from last week. We are reading It Runs in the Family by Bolello. Bolello? I don't fucking Bulello. know. Yeah, is it's that when f- you join... Is that a yeah, flubber reference? Oh wait, no, not flubber. No, no, no. Uh, no. It's when you join yellow and and blue. You get blello. Yeah, it, Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. Yes. Yeah, Malcolm yes. in the Middle. I think that is a Malcolm in the Middle reference. What year? What year was, did this come out? Uh, came out. Oh, there's an there's an edit in uh this year. What? There's an edit this year. Oh wow. Yeah. The but it was okay. So it was published. The first time that it went through was September 24th, 2017, and then it was updated January 6th. Huh. So, yeah. Anyway. So, this is one of the three stories from last week. Yes. Uh, tell us uh, the, the subject of this story. Avatar, The Last Airbender, one of the best goddamn shows of all time. Yes, I would tend to agree, and I, I believe Francisco would too. Yes, I would. All right. All right. So, are we ready to just jump right into it? Yep. Get us into the summary. What is this uh, piece of shit about? All right. So, summary. She starts the cycle all over again, but with the gang. So, uh, <laughs> the gang. So- yes, that is what the fan fiction community calls Sokka, Aang, Katara, and all, all Yes, them. but it also has two A's. Yes, that is a part because of it. Because of Aang. Aang. Aang has two A's. Yeah. And yeah. Exiled princess. Exiled and, prince, not princess. Oh. Shut up. Stop changing his gender. <laughs> yeah. <and it's>, yeah. <laughs> We're going to assume the right gender, the one that's written. <laughs> An exiled prince and global war thrown in. What? What? Wait. Wow. Thrown in. Hold on. Let me just retake. Okay. She starts the cycle all over again, but with the gang, an exiled prince and global war thrown in. You cannot change the natural order of this world i don't have to i just need to change you okay let me start this off when you write a summary like this never put fucking quotes in there i know yeah like the okay you cannot change the natural order of this world is in quotes and then end quote and then immediately open quote i don't have to i just need to change you end quote in the middle Blood of like at the end of the original character. So oh yeah, we're gonna have like we're gonna have like a super edgy avatar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is a bloodbender. Uh, yeah. Bloodbender OC insert. Oh boy. So that'll be fun. <clears throat> so it is Avatar: The Last Airbender, rated fiction T for oh, teen, boy. I assume. Yes. English family romance. Zuko, Katara, Toph, OC, and not even Aang. <laughs> is uh, Aang not in this story? Well, on this no, site, you can only list four characters. But I guess no. Aang's not as important as Zuko, as, Katara, and Toph. And his own and personal own, OC. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing that his own personal OC is substituting Aang. Is it the substitution jutsu? Oh, that would suck. Yeah. Is his OC the Avatar, but that, is I'm also guessing. a bloodbender? That would be I'm dumb sure, as fuck. I'm sure that is, you know, wouldn't go down very well with Katara. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it is 1,500 words, 6 reviews, 12 faves, 19 followers. Uh, yes. Okay, so, who wants to start us off? Uh, I will go ahead and start us off. 
then you need to put your goddamn phone down. I'm sorry, I have a life outside this. No, you fucking don't. Believe, we all but... know that you don't. Yeah, I'm lying. <laughs> you were texting yourself again, weren't you? Yes, I was texting myself again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you forgive me? Just fucking read. Okay. Anyways, so this is one chapter from what I know. So I guess we'll just break it up somehow. Uh, Yeah. When you feel like you're about to stroke out, just, you know, I already, tap, I, tap one of us in. I always feel like I'm about to stroke out. So when I feel like I'm about to have an aneurysm, I'll tap somebody in. I'll, All right. Uh, author's note. I am fascinated with the potential in bloodbending. Oh, are you? No, now? no, no. Oh, this oh, is yeah. part chapter of chapter one. one. Yes, chapter one with no other title. Actually, chapter one starts after, technically, sort of. Shut the fuck up and let me read. <laughs> <laughs> chapter one. Author's note. I am fascinated with the potential of bloodbending, uh, particularly, medi- particularly medicinal. So here's a story for it. Reviews would be helpful and encouraging. If you're interested in Harry Potter, I have another original character insert, the Inglorious Wonder Woman. I'm assuming it's a mashup. I'm ass- what the fuck? <laughs> I'm assuming it's a mashup of Inglorious Bastards and Wonder Woman. And Harry Potter. In- set in the Harry Potter universe. What the fuck? We might have to that find this- that one. Yes. <laughs> but it's in the works, so I don't think they've posted it yet. I don't give a shit. Keep an eye on that. We're going to yes. read that one. Yes. And I have still not seen Harry Potter, so. Yeah, oh, that's right. We still need to get you to watch Harry yeah. Potter. Well, I'll have to see Harry Potter first. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, thank you for, or, yeah, thank you for reading. Uh, P.S. Can you guess who Wan Lee's son is? Hint, Korra character. What? Dis- disclaimer, I own nothing but Wan Lee, Engi, and concepts. And that <laughs> there's an exclamation point at the end of that. And concepts? I guess the concept of the story, the idea of bloodbending no. being used medicinally? No, no. She, uh. This person owns the concept of concepts. Okay, <laughs> that makes perfect sense. He just owns concepts, like, in general. Yes. <laughs> he is ascended well, to I a guess, higher plane. I guess I have to pay him royalties then, because I've had some concepts. He is Lane. He's king of the wired. Yes. <laughs> Anybody who gets that, you're awesome. nobody's gonna get that you've never even seen it i haven't seen it but i know what you're talking about okay all right edit january 1st uh or january 6th i'm sorry uh uh, 2018 get your goddamn numbers right you fucking discalculic fuck fucking fight me then (laughs) all right so this is the edit uh she was still waiting for him to come back to her. Even uh, this though, is all spoken. Yes, this is all spoken, by the way. Uh, she was still waiting for him to come back to her, even though he wasn't going to. She was still holding out for something that wasn't going to happen. What the fuck is going on? Uh, she was good at waiting. That seemed like a sad thing to be her. Okay, this looks like a quote from Anne Brasher's Girls in Pants, The Third Summer of the Sisterhood. Why the fuck are you quoting that? <laughs> like, choose a it? good quote if you're going to quote something. Uh, what the, the fuck is Girls of the Sister? I think that's it's the, like a teen the, light novel yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, there was, there was like fucking five movies based on this or Sounds something. Sounds like some yeah. sort of like really lame was, feminist superhero. Yeah. It, it was like the... Uh, the <laughs> 
it was the traveling pants movies or whatever the fuck those. Yeah, were. something like that. Anyway, All right. anyways, now on to the real chapter one. She needs to be better. That's I guess what it's called. I think I will read the first page of this here. Yeah, and then Francisco, you can read the second page, and I'll read the third, third and then back and then to you. Back to me, I guess. Because yeah, these pages are pretty dense. Yeah, I'm probably gonna stroke out on my second one though, <laughs> if this doesn't cause it yet. All right. Ah, here again. There is nothing more painful than losing a child, whether it be in the last life, this one, or the next, yet always through one guilty conscience. All right, off to a good start here, you know? Wait, what? Child murder. <laughs> yes. lose, a, lose a child through one guilty conscience? What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. It means like when you, you when you fap to traps and then you feel guilty because you're gay and then your child dies. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that line of logic, though. We'll go with that. Uh, sure. Yes. I'm going to. I was gonna say it's when you jerk it to you know uh, pictures of dead children, but <laughs> and then your child dies, and so you jerk off on them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're editing these, so I will leave it to your discretion if that gets edited out. I'm leaving that in. Are you kidding God me? God damn it. Fucking hilarious. Just keep going. Continue reading. All right. Motherhood and death at this point are one and the same for her. For who? Uh, the worst part, her baby boy doesn't even have to be dead for one, for the experience to count as loss. Semicolon. Semicolon. But he might as well be if he's going to constantly grow up into a war-inducing asshat. Just the use of asshat in writing. Okay, I get it. I get it. Like a baby, like the baby doesn't have to be dead for you to feel like she lost him, because he's like a war-inducing, like a warmonger. He likes war. So the so kid might as well be dead. So okay, this is my Osai's mom or what? Yeah, this is my question. Who the fuck is her? Yeah. Like, it says she needs to be better as a chapter name, and then it just refers to her. Who yeah. the fuck is it? I'm hoping we will find out. But Person. I have a feeling we won't. <laughs> Keep reading. All right. Uh, I still like the use of ass hat. Yes, that was delightful. <laughs> it never gets easy to look at him either. Another fucking semicolon. Juan Lee knows the terror he is capable of executing. Executing the oh, yeah. in that sentence. Juan Lee is an original character according yeah. to the last one. So, uh, not Ozai. Uh, the terror he's capable of executing. Uh, sometimes during his long nights of bending research, uh, friends... Uh, in parentheses, enablers, gone home for the day. Uh, she smooths his hair back one tuft at a time and watches the candlelight bounce off his cheeks. First of all, none of that made sense with anything. Like, the sentence switched from um, him to her? What? No, I... Or what, what the fuck's going on with this sentence? Sh well... <clears throat> Who the fuck is she? That's yeah. all I'm trying to figure out. Like, is she she's Wan not, Lee's wife? Uh, I think she's Wan Lee's mother. Yes, mother would make sense. Because they're okay. talking about motherhood here. Okay. 
So, oh, she feels like he's dead because he's a warmonger and doesn't like him. Is that it? Yes. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I like bounce off his cheeks? These are her favorite moments when he is still the same child who clung to her side for the smallest things. But as soon as... Started the- a new paragraph with yes. but. Yep. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but as soon as the last lock touches his ear, the happy image disappears and she blames herself for caving in. Semicolon. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's the reason why he turns out worse in some timelines after all. Timelines? Multiverse? Oh, Jesus, fuck. fuck. This story is going to be... God, this is just a... Tr- uh, this, this is this is going to be painful to try to keep track of. It's like we're trudging through the trenches here. Already. <laughs> and I'm, half, I'm halfway through the first page of chapter one. <laughs> to be fair, there are only five pages. Yeah. But it feels like there's more already. <clears throat> uh, what? Sometime was after all. Okay, for what kind of good parent sees a monster in their kid? What kind of parent is this careful? Uh, nothing screams dysfunctional adulthood more. What? What? And that's its own paragraph. There's nothing more dysfunctional than being careful as a parent. Being careful. <laughs> Seeing seeing different timelines where your child is a horrible person and being careful makes you dysfunctional, apparently. No, it makes you crazy. Yes. First of all, seeing different timelines makes you crazy. I'm going to go with what either one of you decides this means, because I have no idea. Neither do I. Okay, here's, here's, my, here's my theory, right? Yeah. Timelines is just a very bad word to be there, like other words that are just poor choices. And what this person means is that she sees all his paths laid ahead of him, and all of them are evil or destructive. She yeah. she doesn't see a good future for him, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. makes okay. sense. All, right. it, I, all the possibilities are bad. Yes. That, that makes perfect sense. I'm going to assume that's what they mean with that. Uh, at the very least, the cycle starts all over again whenever she wants it to. Or when she fails, dies. <laughs> that's in parentheses. What? I don't fucking know. I guess her death would be her failure? Yeah. I think she's having a dream. It fucking feels like I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the perpetuity of the per the perpetuity of uh, perpetuity what? the per- the perpetuity <laughs> like the broken swing set on which she used to push him. Oh my what god! What the so fuck is edgy. this? Yeah. What the fuck is this writing? <laughs> I told you. I totally called it. It was going to be some the edgiest fucking shit you've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. It's about... it. It's not just edgy. It's starting to get pretentious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Edgy bordering on pretentious, I think, is worse than reading something that just 
doesn't that makes you feel like you're having a stroke when reading it. <laughs> I think it's worse than that. Um, where was I? Swing said to push him. Only back then, he was content with flying from the seat instead of in the skies. What? He's flying from the seat instead of in the skies. Freed from the shackles of earth, chaotic reject of the heavens, semicolon, cursed as cursed does. Cursed is as cursed does. What? Flying? I don't oh, even... seat. Wait. Flying from... Okay. First, I thought you said seed. It's oh. seat. Yeah. But that still doesn't make any sense. It, Flying the from the, the seat. The seat of the swing set. That's as far as I know. It's talking about oh, the did swing he like, set being like life or did he life like or something. jump off the swing set? Yeah. You know, like as a kid when you yeah, swing no, as high as I you can know, jump but off? I think that's what it's talking about. So, okay, the story is trying to use really fucking pretentious metaphors. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. And I love how it's a fucking swing set. It's always a goddamn swing. It, okay, it's either a swing set or a fucking red wagon in the rain. Yes. It's always one of the two. There's going to be a sad clown soon. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. In one timeline, after winding up in the same scratchy bed, Wan Lee considers not adopting him in the first place. Wait, so is Wan Wait. Lee her or him? But who's adopting who? I don't know. <laughs> the son is is adopting his mother. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's what it reads like. Considers not adopting him in the first place, or meeting his green all or his olive green gaze, or deciding to cook him those scrambled eggs, <laughs> the the ones that won over his heart and stomach. Okay, so he has green eyes. That's what I got yes. out of that. He has green eyes and likes scrambled eggs. Yes. Uh, she can't bear to see that once happy face behind bars again, all washed out and gray bearded. Or gray beaded. That does say beaded. Yes. He has a gray bead. <laughs> Just a single gray bead, and that's going to be a metaphor for fucking life. Yep. So that's the metaphor for that my life. He was young. <laughs> Apparently he has a gray beard. Gray bead, apparently. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. What the what fuck I is going on? What I think is happening is that was all kind of not like a flashback, but was her remembering back yeah. when she adopted him. But well, now that's he's one timeline is he has a gray bead. <laughs> but okay, no. Yes, because it says in one timeline at the start of that paragraph. Ah. Uh, I don't fucking know what's happening then. Like, it, it was coming off like she was remembering back to when she adopted him, yeah. and she doesn't know what she did wrong to make him a warmonger. Yes. I think that's part of it, but it also shifts. I think she's also talking about having dreams of seeing him, you know, different versions of him as he turns out. Sure. If that makes any sense, because... I don't know what the fuck I'm saying at this point. <laughs> anyway, continue from the bead. Yes. Gray beaded. Uh, but then she somehow gets out of bed and finds her way to him. She somehow gets out of bed? Does she have polio? Not just she gets out of bed. No, she somehow gets out of bed. She somehow, Maybe she magically. Has like short, she has like short-term uh, memory and she doesn't remember. 
She doesn't know how she got out of bed. She doesn't know how she got out of bed. She she stood up and she was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> I was sleeping." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense at this point. Oh God, there's another semicolon coming up. <laughs> she finds her way to him on the road. Less what? Okay, I need to reread that. But then she somehow gets out of bed and finds her way to him on the road less traveled to the air temple, and her plans don't see the light of day. People only change when they are alive. She will conclude after every encounter, semicolon, and in every life, he will let her down. I don't this know what the fuck is going on. This was supposed to be about The Last Airbender, right? Yes, I think. <laughs> Anyways, Francisco, your turn. She still hopes, even after all the evils escape Pandora's blasted box. All of that in parentheses for some yes. reason. Like, you don't need that metaphor there. It doesn't make that much sense to begin with. So here she is again, trying to make things better, blinking out of the sunshine from the canopies, wishing to sleep just five more minutes. Oh? And that's an ellipsis at the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh? Is this a little different? Wan Li is used to waking up in a cramped room somewhere in Ba Sing Se. The window on her right is supposed to be broken by a rock, and then her friend crawls through the frame with a bag stole with a bag of stolen cabbages, complaining My cabbages. about the <laughs> <laughs> The cabbage guy strikes again. And the Fire Nation's latest escapade. Ellipses. Okay, so she, she so is she really stepping back in time? I don't know. Apparently, uh, this is about this blood is different. as well. She's supposed to be waking up in a cramped room where, where she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Um, I'm tra- Wait, is she a prisoner? I don't know. I thought this was about bloodbending as well. <laughs> Shut up, okay? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why she doesn't like the kid. He's a bloodbender. Mm. Oh, because he's a bloodbender that makes him a warmonger? I guess. Well, Who want to follow that line of logic? Well, they never... Well, I don't know if he's really a warmonger. He's just something she despises. Well, no, I thought um, she was complaining about him, like, loving war or some shit. Yeah. Well, even if he doesn't do now, I guess she assumes she, he will because he's a bloodbender or he's interested in bloodbending. Or maybe that was one of the other timelines that she sees is that he grows up to be a warmonger? Maybe. maybe. How fucking Fuck. old is this kid right now? That's I, I'm just, all I need to know. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Terminator to come back and tell me and explain things to me. <laughs> yes. Come with me if you want to live. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, complaining about the unemployment, unemployment and the Fire Nation's latest escapade, ellipses. You! Are you dead? <laughs> you! Why? Oh, 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 oh. Yep. Not even a you. Yeah. So really, yo. yeah, really, it's yo. It's like, yo, are you dead? You know, I remember all those times in Last Airbender when people would greet each other with, yo, my man. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you know how Jesse Pinkman was a character in yeah. Last Airbender? <laughs> yo, bitch, step off. <laughs> Science, bitch. Yeah, that yeah voice. Mr. White. <laughs> that voice. Maybe things haven't changed. Don't kill me off like that. God, there's you two ellipses elbow there. Leech. You elbow Don't. leech. 
How boring, hermit crab! At long last, I thought my uh, arcan arch nemesis, arch oh yeah, arch nemesis was finally felled. Felled. What? Yep. Okay, That's where? correct. But, I, but yeah. of course you wouldn't go down like that. Can nothing stop your stupidity? That, that is just... What? Yes, I understand all those words, <laughs> but I didn't f- expect them. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does any of this mean? Um, Somebody's a hermit crab. Yes. Somebody's and somebody's an, an elbow, elbow leech. leech. <laughs> uh, they're furries, of course. God damn it. With cobalt eyes fully open and slightly confused, the woman child turns towards the other girl, head of dark braids pressed to the dark behind her back. She sits up then, rehearsing the routine check-in conversation in her mind. Engi, yes, that is I. And I am Wanli? Last time I checked? Yes. Thirty-one years old. What? No. We're both thirteen. Did you hit your noggin? We're, we're only older by like a month, though, so stop asserting dominance. What? <laughs> this dude's, this Angie dude's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but what the fuck is happening? How, who is our main character? How fucking old is she? Where the fuck is she? And when the fuck is she? <laughs> What they're in the fuck? As far as I know, they're in Bossing Say. No, she no. said she's supposed to be in Bossing Say. So she's but somewhere she's else. Sure. Well, yes. No, Wan Lee is used to making it so. Yeah, holy fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Where are we? <laughs> Wait, what? Wan Lee scans her body, expecting to find breasts and long legs, only to be met with a childlike form she what? can only recall in dreams of better times. What? Her torso carries itself with the confines of a wooden band and leaves, a green skirt tangled around her small legs, barefooted and tan. This outfit. Ellipses. So she, Wait! So she did travel back in time. No, but she traveled back in time, but... Is she? She's Wan Lee. A child, I think. She's thirteen. According right. To this. But the outfit sounded like, um, oh fuck, what's her name? Blind Toff. Toff. Yeah. The the outfit sounded like Toff. Huh. I don't but know. But she's she's in the Earth Kingdom. That's as far I as I know by the description of what she's wearing. Yes. Uh. It's, oh, you're right. Toff. Yeah. Toff just wears the Earth Kingdom sort of wardrobe. Yeah. Hmm. Alarmed, she noticed. She continues, where are we? <laughs> I like how it's alarmed and then just question mark. Like, yep. I'm so alarmed. Where are we? Yep. Yep. All right. I could have acted that better if you want. <laughs> alarmed, she continues, where are we? <laughs> <gasps> I'm so scared. Our second home? Ingi gestures in a wide arch to the humid environment around... Oh, so it's what? our second home. So why the fuck is there a question mark at the end Be- of that? Okay, so he's, like he's retorting. home? Yeah. He's retorting. He's like, uh, we're in our second home. Like, Yeah, he, yeah but yeah. He's like, still, what the that fuck made it really about? confusing to read. Yeah. Uh, our second home, Ingi gestures in a wide arch to the humid environment around them, as if... It explains everything. You know, swamp, leaf hats, fish stews, insects. Oh, so they're in the the swamp land. Yep, it says next line. The foggy swamp tribe? Huh? I've never heard you willingly call it that before. Why? What? 
Oh. Y hyphen. So okay. they get y, cut off. Yeah. Why you don't hear a lot of things. Wan Wan Lee hastily quips. Wait, but I thought she didn't know him. Um, wait, our second home. Yeah. Okay, so Angie says that. Then she says Foggy Swamp Tribe. Then he says He what? says Yeah. But Okay, it's the wrong speaker, I think. Uh I think that's supposed to be Angie hastily, hastily quips. Okay, it says Wan Lee. Well, uh, Wan Lee hastily quips. She rapidly looks around, and before Ingi can report, oh, okay, another yeah. question flies out. Has the Fire Nation passed through yet? Okay, okay, so I understand it. Is He said that he's never heard her willingly call it the Foggy Swamp Tribe, and so she's calling him a dumbass, saying, you don't hear anything, you I know, but that's something idiot. that you would say to somebody that you have history with. Yeah. Not just some random person when you don't know where the fuck you are. Yeah. Uh, supposedly they know they're, I guess they're related because the they're both 13 and she's older by a month. So I guess because he's saying that they're related. I guess. I assumed that she was in somebody else's body. That's what I was thinking. What sort of related are you to only be a month separate? Twins? I would guess no. Twins no. with one month. <laughs> I carried one, month. one twin a month maybe. longer than the other. I don't know. Fucking no. Like cousins. Cousins. Maybe. Uh, um, well, I guess it could have different parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> you don't hear a lot of things. Wanley hastily quips. She rapidly looks around, and before Inky can retort, another question flies out. Has the Fire Nation passed through yet? No. And why would you ask? What? Why would you ask? Yeah, like, why yet? would you? you fucking prick. no, no. Why would you ask that yet? Okay, you're scaring me and stopped speaking normal language. What? I'm taking you to old man. Huh? Who? Who? Wait. H U U. No, but like Q. No, and why would you ask that yet? <laughs> well, okay. He's questioning. Why would you ask that? And then she used the word yet. It's just yeah. really fucking awkwardly written. Okay. Why would you ask yet? That's that's what she means. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what do you mean by yet? Yeah. Okay. Speaking in different like okay, whatever. Unexpected development, Wanley mumbles under her breath, uh, lost in her own headspace. I shouldn't be this far back. There's no way. The youth is overcome with a sense of dread and brings a brown thumb to her mouth. Up to her mouth. Okay, so what has she been doing with that thumb? That's what I want to know. <laughs> it's been all up there. <laughs> brings a brown thumb up to her mouth and bites down on the uh-huh. nail a little too hard. So I'm guessing red, she's darker skin then. Red petal blooming over the edge, gaze growing scared and unfocused. Red petal bloom. Okay, so there's a red flower blooming yes. over the edge. No, it's the blood. She what? bit down too hard, and it. Her fingernail is bleeding. Yeah, I didn't say it made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's bleeding because she's biting on her thumb too hard. I guess. Like, okay, is this like a fucking um, uh, butterfly effect type situation here, where she's like going back in time in her own life to change something? I don't know. Maybe it's possible. This isn't the starting point. This isn't where she's supposed to be. 
Her friend looks... Oh, it's her friend, apparently. Yeah. Her friend looks upon the scene in mild distress and waves a very helpful, in quotes, hand over her face. Hey, are you really not okay? Was it something I said? Okay, right. do not put random shit in quotations if it's not spoken. Yeah. I don't care if it's supposed to be like air quotes. If something is sarcastic, maybe? Italicize it or something. I guess, but how about you just don't put it in description? Yeah. You can't put it in quotes as long as your dialogue is not in quotes. Or on a different mm. fucking yes. line. Yes. yes. The dialogue on a different line, I think, would allow for that. It takes a few moments for the fog to pass before Juan Lee jumps up from the toppled tree trunk, searching for something in the distance. The sudden movement sends Ingi over her seat and squealing into the swamp water below with a loud sploosh. What? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what? is going on? Somebody fell over and was like, ah! <laughs> I guess. That, that sounds about right. Bwah! Warning, please, before you go into one of your modes. Your modes. modes. I think that's supposed to be moods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to one of your modes. She fucking transformed. <laughs> this is my water-splashing form. Yeah. This isn't even my final form. Words of explanation go stale in the older girl's mouth, but that wasn't priority when Wan Lee finally sees the enormous roots of the... Banyan Grove tree as if for the first time. Oh, when she sees the roots of the Banyan Grove tree as if for the first time. An accusing finger raises to blame the great interconnected entity of nothing making sense. For nothing. Oh, for nothing making sense. Yeah, you're goddamn fucking right. Nothing's making sense. Yes, but I'm blaming you, Ryder, not some great entity. Her heartbeat thrums in her ears to a migraine-provoking ring that seems to grow louder and louder. This can't be, she says, voice raising in pitch. No, no, no! You, you can't just do this! I, I'm not going to change too much! I'm too far away from him! No! <laughs> the world flipping on its head catches up to her in this moment of hysteria. And Wan Lee falls from her perch right into the water next to a shell-shocked Ingi who proceeds to... Shell-shocked? Right All next right. to a shell-shocked Ingi who proceeds to shake her unconscious body like earlier. She's fucking unconscious she, now? She passed out, I guess. All right. Your turn. Uh, are you dead now? Hey. <laughs> Ellipses. <laughs> I like he's like, hey. Hey, are you dead? Hey. He grabs a stick and starts poking her. You dead now? Yeah. Oh, boy. Is that what you're doing for the rest of the day? Yes. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> the next time Wan Lee wakes up, the unique smell of swamp grounds her... What? The unique smell of swamp grounds her existence in this new life, along with the lopsided grin of Hugh. I don't know who these fucking characters are. Neither do I. They're in a hut not far from the main oh, wait, drainage. Wait, 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 wait. Hugh. He was one of the the swamp people from the show. Yes, yes, he was. He was the skinny one, I think. I th- yes, I think so. 
No, Hugh is the fat one that controlled the vines. Okay, Hugh's oh, a fat one. Oh, well, he's the, he's the one that controlled the vines. It made the big vine man. Okay, okay yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm guessing this is closer to Korra's time because in the author's note beforehand, it says, P.S., can you guess who Wan Lee's son is? Hint, Korra character. So I'm guessing this is closer to the Korra times. So I guess. But Wan Lee's in OC, later. right? Yes. And same with Angie. Okay. They're in a hut not far from the main drainage. And with one hand wave, he brings over a bowl of freshly minced muck to feed her. (laughs) Hey, oh, little wee-o, he coos, reveling in her reflex gag. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Reveling in her reflex gag. I'm pretty sure you she mean gagged at gag. The muck. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you fucking mean gag reflex. Yes. That's why I think he's fucking her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he just. Oh, God. He's, he's got his dick on all her in reflex her reflex gag. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I gag on it, bitch. Yeah. He's he's making her deep throat him, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and Don't she's me like that. Are we done? I don't know, oh. Francisco. Are you done there? No, this is far more interesting than anything else <laughs> happening in this story. <laughs> True, but we're almost at yes. the end of it. Yes, we're so close. Uh, if you've got enough energy to choke on this special... Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is face-fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say you're about ready to join... It. I'd say you're about ready to join the real world again. <laughs> yes, because getting face-fucked means you can rejoin the real world. How long was I out, she asked. Half a day... Gave Engie quite the scare. Suddenly, Hugh starts squint. Hugh suddenly Hugh squints and looks her straight in the rattle, straight in the rattled face. <laughs> Is he shaking her too? Oh uh, God damn this fucking story! You're politer than usual. Did you see a Fire Nation soldier or something? Uh, you can take over. I don't fucking want to read the rest of this. Finish <laughs> us off, Francisco. Wan Lee pushes the leaf blanket from her body to sit up, and she rem- if she remembers correctly, she and her southern water tribe companion had been adopted into marshland territory for a year now. At this time, like the angsty teens they were... <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. They were... They were... <laughs> so, come on. her and come Angie. Like the angsty teens they were, the girls hadn't taken the change well until their 20s, when the world was slowly piercing itself back together. Piecing no, itself sorry, back together. Piecing here. itself back together. <laughs> the world was piercing itself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I remember Korra right, it kind of did at that point. You're overthinking, bop, bop. <laughs> One <laughs> You're overthinking, bop, bop. <laughs> bop, bop. Of course. <laughs> Oh, it all it makes like... perfect sense now. <laughs> is it like is it like a, a, a grandfather pop pop pop? Oh, maybe. I guess it just comes off sounding like somebody's like you're overthinking pop pop. One <laughs> <laughs> Lee motions for a cup of water, practically inhaling it as soon as the container reaches her hand. I've never been better. Okay, I Worse. love when somebody says they practically inhaled water because I just <laughs> think mm-hmm. of them going. <gasps> <laughs> And then they died. (laughs) Worse, her mind counters. Or if they know you're a fake. If you say so, Huick replies. 
he runs a sooty a sooty hand down her hair. Ugh, what sooty. is a sooty hand? Sooty, like the hand sooty. covered in soot. Oh, I, okay, fine. That makes sense. I, I, I was don't know why soothing. his hand's covered in soot, but especially if they're in a drainage. I was expecting him to be soothing. That's why I expected to be a, a, a you know, yeah. a misspell. That would make more Whatever. sense, yeah. It would. Her eyes gleaming, something fond. Don't push yourself. I don't want my apprentice to fall apart before coming of age. She smiled for what seems like the first time in ages at the comment, remembering just how calm life was before the war became imminent. Before she learned the fastest way to kill a person was a person was through their own body. It's good to be back, one Lee says without thinking. Oddball, the other man jests. The old man seemingly, jests. The old man jests. Seemingly uh, having heard nothing unexplainable, no matter how impossible this timeline actually is. What the fuck just happened? Because that's the end of the story. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to say right off, the story is not finished. (laughs) Apparently not. Um, I hope not. This The last time it had anything, I'm assuming it's the 24th, and then the edits only to add the quote... Um, okay, so the story's not finished. That being said, um, I would not be able to make myself read anymore. I don't know what the fuck is happening. This entire thing was just a confusing mess of what the fuck. Yeah, okay, so let's read. You're just not clever enough to really read into it. Really, when a writer puts no context in their story and gives you no ground, it's because... (laughs) It's because you need to figure it out by yourself. Yes, this yes. this story truly uh, stands beside Primer as one of the exactly the, the great you know um, philosophical stories of our time that yes. you have to figure out for yourself. Yes, you know what I also think of it. That's what I think of it. <laughs> then yes, I, I I would tend to agree. Just um. Dick, you couldn't throw it where the other paper was. You had to no. fucking toss it across the studio. Yes. Um. Dick. Anyway, okay. So let's talk about this. What so, the fuck happened in oh, this story? Okay. I first of all, no goddamn First of idea. all, first of all, I want I want commendations and points for totally calling out how edgy this fucker would be. Yes. Yes. yes you called it out last on the last one that uh, this one was gonna be edgy as fuck. To be fair, I expected it to be edgier. Like, this was not yeah. nearly as edgy as it could have been. There were a few that I thought about that just from the description because was going to be fucking edgy. But it will have, like, yeah. wars and shit. Yeah, That's we're gonna and have, bloodbending. We're going to have a warlord and bloodbending, supposedly, if they didn't just give up. Um, but, like, yeah, I have no fucking clue what the fuck was happening in this story. I don't know. I, I feel like I spaced out halfway in between because... Oh, just all of a sudden, there, we were going from one thing to the other, and I'm just like, did I just miss something? The entire time, it's impossible to follow because they're talking, they're talking about alternate timelines, yes, and saying that she's living one, yeah, but they don't explain any of this because this is not a part of Avatar. Avatar. You know, th- this yeah. isn't like last week's episode yes. where we talked about My Little Pony and how. You know, even if your your readers are familiar with the show, you still have to describe shit. 
this is an original like concept within the last Airbender world. Yes. So we don't even have uh, any sort of context for what the fuck is happening, even from the show. Mm-hmm. It's just completely random and not explained at all. We also have no clue where the fuck they're at, aside from a drainage. Somewhere. I don't even know who the main character fucking is. I don't. I'm assuming it's Wan Lee. The main character. But they should be. Yeah. Yeah. But the the main. Who is she though? Like uh, she's dark oh. of skin. She's Southern Water Tribe. They described that. <laughs> Great, but who the fuck is she? Like yeah. she's in the Terminator. World, in she the came story. back f- because yeah. the machine sent her back to save us from the future. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Like we don't know anything about her. Why she's doing what she's doing, or even what the fuck she's doing in the first place. She's just sh- she can see alternate timelines, and she woke up in one. I guess. Yes, that's accurately what. I, I can tell you happened there. And the sad thing is, this is among the better written ones we've seen. Yes. It's still got awkward phrasing here and there. Yeah. And lots of semicolons. But for the most part, punctuation is decent. Grammar is good. Yep. Uh, spelling's pretty spelling's good. good. It has the occasional very poor choice of words. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. Sure. And, but it's also trying to be descriptive in a sort of poetic yes. way, which... You know, it, it just came more off than as, most do, yeah, but but it came off as pretentious. It came off as pretentious because it was oh, done it so is, poorly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is super pretentious and super edgy and super angsty. It would is, you call it super yeah. angsty? Go kill yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what I was expecting. Like, I could hear the thoughts like when the sh- when whoever was uh, uh writing this was uh, writing i could i could see the wheels in his head of how this would sound or rather how this would look like because this yeah, or story how he like a lot of others yeah. yeah 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 like this story like a lot of others i think would work maybe slightly better if it was a visual medium. Yes. Because if you're just seeing this person and you, you're not sure what's going on and you're getting your information, you know, visually, it would work okay. But like this, it's just confusing. There's not enough context. There's not enough well, um, there, detail. There's zero um, context of space yeah. at yes. the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Like, where mm-hmm. the fuck did... Okay, so... They're in a magical ethereal plane that doesn't exist of... Thoughts. I guess it transitions into sh- okay. She's in the swampland. Fine, yep. but where in the serious fuck was anything happening before that? Yeah, the, it just mentioned ideas, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like was it was it supposed to be a thing where it was more like um, descriptive part of the story where they get a bunch of description out of the way and then transition you into the story, and it was just done very poorly. Because she was having That's exactly what it was. She was having dialogue in that part of it. She that was, is true. She was like talking with herself, sort of though, or it was like a sort of like a, a, an imagined dialogue between her son, which she despises, and other people, and with herself. I guess she was yeah. remembering or imagining, um, you know, relation a relationship. I, I mean, those words make sense to me but trying to apply him to the story just falls flat because oh it's done extremely poorly yeah i'm not justifying the story in any way shape or form i, I think <laughs> yeah. it's done extremely poorly like i can see what the intent was but it was 
you know, far and beyond what yeah. the writer was actually capable of. So yeah. they had an idea of what they wanted to do. They just weren't competent enough to do it. No, the, it, like they want to leave out um, information purposefully to make you confused on what is going on. I think that is the intent. But then that means you have to supplement with other information yeah, to ground yeah. the person in... Because when you're doing it, not not really a mystery, but even when you want to give the reader a sense of confusion, you still need to ground them so they can focus on what they should be figuring out. When the reader is too confused to figure out all of the principles of the story, when, why, what, anything. Where, who. Exactly. When you see this in a movie, that's why I was saying that would work a lot better. Even if you don't know anything about our character, just by seeing the scenery, you can get clues, right? She's in a room. You, you yep. don't need nothing to happen for you to understand that. And here, all, you have nothing. You have nothing of the thing, so you're completely lost in the mystery. Yeah, There's no the, clues. The concepts in these... How many pages is it? Five or six? Five, I think. So the, the concepts in these five pages should have taken 20 fucking pages yes. to, oh, to flush out. Like Yes. yes. Because he, he's just like... The writer's just throwing shit at you, going this, 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 and this, and you're like, okay, but like context yes. for fucking any of it. it, like explain just one thing to me so that I at least know how this world functions. And I'm not even talking about the the world of the Last Airbender. I'm talking about the the world of this character, the main character. You know, how does her world fucking work? Because you're introducing this concept of time travel and alternate timelines. Right? Yeah. You have to explain something. You have to give us one fucking thing to hold on to and be like, okay, I understand this concept and the way it's working so that I can use that to carry me through the story and help me understand other things. An easy way to do this would mm-hmm. be to, if you want to be cryptic and mysterious and everything that this clearly wants to be, yeah. why mention the timelines at all? Yeah, that's that's really this could have just opened up with her waking up, yes. right? Yeah, with, with her waking up and saying, start. because if our main character had just woken up and been like, "Wait, where am I? This isn't right," you know. You know what? You know yeah. what? Leave that out. Leave that she doesn't know out because that's such a fucking trope in fan fictions anyway. But the, the main character is always true. confused yeah. about everything. Leave that out. She's in the timeline, and you slowly start to understand that she's not from this. She's not from this reality. She's she's not from this timeline. She is aware of things that she shouldn't be, and yes. etc. And you slowly start to know more about what's happening as you start yeah. to know more about. Yeah, her. that that way. You, That's how you do it. You ground the readers in this timeline at least. Right? Exactly. So so yes. you actually have a grounding point, and the readers exactly. can can understand this timeline, but then also become aware that our main character is from a different timeline where a different series of events occurred. And that way you can have your kinky nitty too, because you can still be as cryptic and edgy as you fucking want, but at least the reader <laughs> yeah. knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's the thing, is if people are confused, they will not read your shit. That's Nobody true. likes to be yeah. confused. It's not, it's not entertaining to just be fucking confused and wonder what the fuck is happening. There yes. is a fine but massive d- difference between confused and intrigued. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you can see demonstrated by us. Yeah. And that's something 
along with the having the characters being confused to everything and asking questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that because when somebody reads something like this uh you know whether it's a book or whatever the person has to be able to identify and see through this character what the hell is going on yeah and that's something that really all writing in general needs to work on especially in supernatural and surreal stories you know what this story kind of makes me feel like mm. so if you imagine like a um your main character as the camera to explore to to see a world through right yes so you know you're you're looking through this character in order to experience the world in the story yes. right this story feels like the camera instead of being pointed out is being pointed backwards Yes. So we're just staring at the main character without any concept or mm-hmm. yes. or exactly. context it, of what the fuck is outside of the character. Yeah. It's like that movie, uh, this is the perfect example to reference, uh, what was that, The Last Winter or whatever, where it's like the Wendigo bullshit oh, yeah, in Alaska? yeah, The Last Winter yes, with what, Ron Perlman. Yes. What was the the sentence that that you saw that described the ending perfectly? It was just point the camera up. Oh well, yeah. I yeah. mean that. <laughs> just turn the camera around in this case. Yeah. At the end of last winter, like they they want you to be like, oh my god, the entire world is in peril, but the camera is just pointed like straight fucking down and won't show you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of what this feels like in a way, where it's like they're they're telling you all of these things that you should know or understand, but they're not giving you any way to actually know or understand. Yeah, so that's what I have to say. Yeah, I, I don't know that I have any more to um, say. It, this one was more frustrating to me because it was mostly competently written. Yes, in in terms of like grammar, punctuation, and structure, it's just in terms of storytelling. What the fuck? Yeah, what the serious fuck? Um, Personally, I can see one of two things, and I'm not sure which one's worse. Yeah. Well, I do know which one's worse actually. Um, Starting with a better one, um, this person basically had an out there idea and basically just wanted to try something out that was even maybe in, in, in their own mind, probably more than they could chew, right? Sure. Yeah. The other possibility, which I might think it's probably the tr- true, is that this person has a thing for like different timelines, different realities sort right. of thing. And that's everything they write. And they never get it right because they only want to actually just take it out and, and that's it. Yeah. But I don't know. My question with either one of those is why does it have to be fan fiction? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This, just write a story. Yeah, because this had, aside from a few dropping of names and places, this had oh, this nothing, nothing to, to do, do yeah. with, with Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, nothing. This could have been an original work. That was, you know, posted on a site for original work. Yeah, DeviantArt. And, it, yeah, I'm sure it would have been fine. It would have gone over well with that, you know, with the community and all that. Bloodbending and... is acceptable outside yeah. of the Avatar canon. Uh, yeah. Yes. Avatar is not the the only story to involve the manipulation of blood. No, there are plenty of other stories that have done that. All right, I, I don't think I got anything more on this one, you guys. No, I'm surprised that, that we talked so much about it. Yes. I do appreciate, though, this writer apparently gave a second draft. <laughs> yeah. To this yeah. <laughs> this writer seems Holy to have shit. read what he wrote. Yes. Yeah, because holy fuck, 
words were spelled properly. And there was semi-correct grammar. Yeah. Because I'm going to take points off for the amount of semicolons. <laughs> I guess, I guess, like, the only other thing that I could say is word choice matters. Even if words are technically synonyms, they might have completely different connotations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. And the it's, usage it's very... of metaphors as well. Oh, yeah. my God. If you're going to use a metaphor, please think it through. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't use metaphors that aren't needed. Being expressive and using a metaphor is different. Yeah. Um, and also, like, go to thesaurus.com. It helps a lot. Yes. Yeah, it really does. Learn how to use a fucking thesaurus. Yes. Whether yeah. it's physical or online. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Please. All right. So... This has been Welcome to the Ficaverse, episode two. We hope you'll join us again in episode three. Good night, and join us again for the next adventure into Ooh. the Ficaverse. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>